There he goes. One of God's own prototypes. A high-powered mutant of some kind never even considered for mass production. Too weird to live, and too rare to die. Welcome to episode 41 of the Digital Freemason Podcast for the week of November 20th, 2006. I'm your host, Scott, and I'll be taking along on my excellent adventure through the world of short Masonic educational papers. Many of these papers have been presented in my lodge, King George Lodge, number 59 in Calgary, Alberta, Canada. So this is a little piece that's going out to uh, a couple of fellows that uh, I sponsored who are going to go through their initiation here this coming Friday. And it sort of gives a little bit of a, a background as to sort of some of the things that we as as members of the fraternity need to think about when it comes time to uh, initiating and bringing through uh, new members of our lodge, whether we've sponsored them, whether they're our friends, or whether they're just uh, just new members to the lodge that maybe have just walked in off the street. It's sort of something that gives, a, gives some ability for them to get a broader understanding as to what it is exactly that's happened and as well as just sort of make sure that they're properly prepared um, to be initiated. This piece came from Brother Robert Shields uh, of the Owen Lodge here in Alberta. and uh, It was published in the uh, Alberta Grand Lodge Bulletin, which is now called the Alberta Freemason, back in March of 1968. And it's entitled, Things I Wish I Had Been Told. This paper deals with some of the things I wish I had been told, both before and after my initiation. Information, I'm sure, that would be of interest and benefit to any new or almost new Mason. These are only a few of the things that I have found lacking in my own experience. They could probably be multiplied many times throughout our membership. To begin with, I should, I wish I had been told that upon my entrance to the lodge, I would find that my entering was upon a solemn and dignified ceremony, that this ceremony was to be performed for my benefit, that there was no, there would be no horseplay, no hilarity, or any such actions. I wish I had been told that my being blindfolded was of very important significance, the reason being explained to me before the ceremony was completed, and that I had no reason to be fearful, but rather that I should try to relax and concentrate on all that I should hear. This is most important if a new candidate is to properly be impressed on his first introduction to our fraternity. Consider the destructive approach instilled in the mind of a candidate who is told he will ride a goat as a portrayal of evil. The mythical pan was half goat to signify that nature was half evil. Does, irresponsible, does such an irresponsible reference to such a symbol have any proper place in the inter introduction of our candidate to our new fraternity? I think not. Furthermore, such untrue threats to the comfort of a candidate can hardly be expected to place him at ease that he might benefit fully from our ceremonies. I wish I had been told that before I became a full-fledged mason, in the ordinary sense of the word, that I would have to pass through three similar ceremonies, and that I would have to do a certain amount of memory work. Also, that this memory work should not worry me beforehand as all masons before me had handled it satisfactorily, and that any man or nor with normal men mentality would have no trouble with it. In fact, most Masons had quite enjoyed it. I wish I had been told I would not gain any direct material benefits by joining the Masons, that Masonry is a way of life, the building of a new and better character, a new and better outlook of life. 
a new and better association with my fellow man, the numerous, benef numerous benefits of which would ultimately outweigh any immediate material benefits which I might at the moment have erroneously hoped to gain. I wish I had been told that masonry was of a religious nature, that its ceremonies and teachings were based on the sacred volume, and that it is neither nor is it intended to take the place of any actual religion, that the Holy Bible laying open upon our altar should be an incentive to take a more active part in the religion of our choice. I wish I had been told the meaning of all the things that were told to me during the lectures that were given to me. These lectures have far too much Masonic teaching in them to be absorbed and understood by any initiate on only one evening and at one presentation. The whole story of Masonry is outlined in these lectures, and the enlargement and the study of them is the very aim of Masonic education. It is certainly not enough to tell a new Mason that attendance at Lodge is the best way to gain further knowledge of these teachings, especially in many of the smaller country lodges where new candidates may come along only once every two or three years. The newly made Mason may have wandered off long before this has occurred, because of a lack of interest on the part of the Lodge. I am sure that any time spent in the Lodge and its members in explanation and instruction after the degree ceremonies would do much to make another good Mason. I wish that I had had proper in-Lodge conduct explained to me early. I wish I had been informed of the importance of training myself to lay aside any ill feelings I might have, of training myself in the art of entering into a discussion of problems without losing my temper, my composure, or my dignity. An understanding of the rules of the Lodge procedure, Lodge etiquette, and Lodge conduct in general are very necessary to the brother who would like to make an effective contribution to the workings of his Lodge. Moreover, it would build his confidence and help him to approve his abilities in performing ritual duties imposed upon him. Many worthwhile suggestions and opinions have probably gone to waste. Many excellent ritualistic performers have probably gone undiscovered only for a want of a little bit of instruction and a little bit of assistance in public speaking. I wish I had been told more than ask one of the older members for the answers. I wish I had been referred to some of the thousand volumes of Masonic literature available on every conceivable subject. Such a reference to specific books and publications would help to keep my curiosity whetted. One thing I wish I had not been told is that smutty story at refreshment period. Nothing could ever be more out of place, in fact more contrary and in direct violation with our bylaws. To, to advise a candidate that he is about to attend a solemn dignified ceremony to perform that ceremony as promised, then, within the hour, to subject him to a profane and indecent story, supposedly in the name of humor, is unwarranted, untimely, unwanted, unnecessary, and extremely unmasonic. Brother Shields raises some interesting thoughts as to uh, some of the responsibilities that there are within the Lodge and its brethren as to what, uh, what we need to do for our newly initiated uh, brothers. I know that... Uh, it's amazing how quickly I've forgotten sort of where I was as in the process and have just sort of taken things for granted and sort of taken, need to take the, take these new people under our wings and help them out and just have them feel more comfortable and more part of the lodge. And you know what? There are a number of fellows in uh, King George, I know, that do this very well and uh, I tip my hat to them and 
Some of them have uh, have been in the craft for a great many years. Others, uh, not as many years, but they still have the understanding as to what it is to active part of of a new brother's mentorship. So, I've been your host, Scott, and I've enjoyed our uh, time together. If you have any questions or comments or other th- ideas that you'd like to hear come up on the podcast, you can always email me at podcast at kinggeorgelodge.com. If you would like a transcript of this, you can visit our website, www.kinggeorgelodge.com. And as you can probably tell from the uh, from the changed recording levels and that sort of stuff, I've, uh, I'm still up doing the Rocky Mountain Retreat it's here that uh, started in early November and still trying to get these out. And probably the first indication of that was the fact that these were coming out on a regular weekly basis. So until next time, I've been your host, Scott, and uh, I've already said that now part, haven't I? So anyway, I'll just finish off with uh, keep the shiny side up.